Hi guys, welcome to the podcast Invest in You. This is Frederick and you are Charlie and we are both uh, in Boston today. So we will have the great opportunity to ask a few people who are attending the Harvard Law School's masterclass in negotiation some top tips about what they find useful. And what, ep- what episode is it? This is episode number 36. Lost track of it. That's all right. So you will find quite a broad range of people. We've got people from all over the world, all the way from China to Australia. Uh, lots of people, obviously, from America. Uh, some people from uh, Europe. And, uh, yeah, let's check it out. So we have kidnapped our first guest. So what is your name? Uh, Tom Zraker. And can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Um, I hail from Sydney, Australia. I'm a, a, an attorney. Uh, work in commercial law as well as uh, family law. Okay, so what brings you here? Um, I, I was excited about um, uh, being part of a quick course to teach me the not only the basics but uh, get me to the uh, to an advanced level in negotiation. So, what are your top tips on you getting negotiating? Um, uh, get the facts, uh, prepare, um, and uh, it's not just a um, uh, a purchase of a of a, a small family car. It's a um, uh, it's a valuable investment, and preparation needs to be um, undertaken before you actually get there. Um, uh, impression is everything. In the first, uh, you will be worked out fairly quickly uh, within the first uh, three minutes of, of the conversation. A lot of people tell me it's about relationships. Is that true? Uh, certainly. Um, um, as I said, from, from the very get-go, um, you're going to be worked out by your opponent. Um, but you, you, you almost need to establish a, a good working relationship. Um, you've got to build trust and you have to um, um, build some rapport bet- between yourself and, and the other parties. So you're here to invest in yourself, in your knowledge. That is, what does uh, our podcast name, Invest in You, mean to you? Um, I'm... Uh, a proponent of a principle called lifelong learning so I, I'll constantly uh, update my skills um, and my education so um, that helps me and it helps my clients That's great So that's it Tom, nice to meet you yeah. Thank you Okay, next guest, what is your name? Uh, Fatima Zara Santisi And tell us a bit about yourself uh, so I'm um, currently doing a master's degree in Columbia University in conflict resolution and negotiation and also working at the Moroccan uh, Permanent Mission at the United Nations uh, in New York. Perfect. So we have the, the opportunity to join some training together. I'd uh, yeah. love to hear some ideas what you uh, do in terms of negotiation, how you can prepare and so on. So um, for me I would say that the basic fundamental thing uh, about negotiation is preparation and the key of preparation why we might all believe that we're amazing negotiators and sharks and we'll just go there and ace it uh, it takes a lot of preparation not only to know about our side and when you're negotiating with the team to align but also to know more about the other side's BATNA to kind of develop that zone of potential agreement and investigate more into it and let's say also uh, develop an agenda That was, like, I feel a very useful uh, thing to always come to a negotiation table with, develop an agenda and negotiate it to begin, in order to align and make sure that we're going to, like, go through all the main points and we are on the same table starting off negotiation. And and (laughs) and one new idea from the training? Uh, A new idea from the training. 
Um, I would say the last one that comes uh, to my mind uh, is the mimicking and all the non-verbal cues. So maybe just uh, mimicking the pe- the person's behavior in front of us, looking into their micro expressions. So yeah, all the non-verbal Excellent. cues. <laughs> Thank you. Let's jump straight back in again. Thank you very <laughs> Perfect. Much. Thank you very much. Okay, kidnap the next guest. So what is your name? Justin Kinkle. And uh, any top tips that you've learned from going at this course on uh, uh, negotiating? The, the Harvard Negotiation Master Course, yes. Of course. So as your uh, podcast is titled Invest in You, the reason, the whole reason I'm here is to make myself a better person. Um, negotiation is key not only into business, uh, which of course many of your audience members are interested but in yourself, you use negotiation every day, day in, day out, whether you know it or not. You're constantly reading people. People are constantly reading you. And therefore, <clears throat> that being the case, you want to make sure that you're putting your best self forward in all situations, uh, whether it be a minor decision or a life-changing decision. Uh, therefore, being here uh, allows me to explore myself just that much more than maybe the common average person off the street and, uh, and, and maybe have an edge in some situations. So one thing I noticed in class that you are uh, very much happy to share your own experiences and contributing to the class. Can you recall any of the thoughts that you shared in the class, shared from your post? Yeah, of course. Um, the, the point I make is, uh, by nature, I'm very shy, actually. Um, we're in a safe space here, right? Uh, and, and I trust on your podcast as well. Uh, people are... Uh, uh, listening in because they need some sort of guidance as well and one of the things that I stress uh, in my life is I like to learn off uh, other people and I, I, I want other people to learn off me as well if I'm able to share just uh, a tidbit whether it applies to you directly or indirectly at least you have gotten something from me from my experience that you would never have ever gotten anywhere else or anytime else so um, even if we didn't meet uh, uh, unlike we have um, by you approaching me even if we didn't meet a little piece of my knowledge my background went home with you uh, even being separated a half a world away it's a wonderful wonderful way to do it and and it allows me to to do this without claiming uh, any sort of value in it I'm not looking any uh, for anything back from you but I gave to you so to me, that you know makes my life a little bit more joyous. Yeah, we absolutely believe in the, in the whole sharing economy, and we find podcasting to be a very nice way to do that. Have you listened to any podcasts before? Of course, I, I, I listen to podcasts usually when I'm driving. Long drives. I, I'm in the sales, uh, aviation industry, but uh, specifically sales, and uh, there are some long drives, long plane rides, and, and podcasts are a great way to. I guess passively focus on some other topic. Uh, generally, I'm not a music kind of guy, although I do do chill every now and then. But um, but I I it, it, it's it's almost taking a virtual classroom with you in in some respects. As long as there's not too much bias and there's not too much uh, this side or other, um, and it allows you to formulate your own decisions. That's when I listen. Yeah, I like it. I mean, we, we have met many people who got uh, good mentors or role models. Uh, would anyone spring to mind that's helped you to get you to where you are already, helping you even further, maybe? Yeah, of course. Um, 
Unfortunately, I can't offer you anyone famous. That, no, no, it doesn't need to be famous. You can also just take some of the, the good values that they shared with you. Yeah, so um, one I, I just shared with you a few minutes ago is the answer is always no, unless you ask. Uh, like I said, I'm shy by nature, but I've realized that the answer is usually yes, if you ask in the right way. Um, people... I don't know if it's by nature or, or, or just the, the lessons that you may instill in them uh, over a brief conversation, but if you allow yourself to be slightly vulnerable and open up to somebody, they'll do the same. They'll reciprocate. Whether they want to or not, something's going to come out of that meeting. And, and so the answer is always no unless you ask. And, and, and the other one I formulated on my own, and I think there are variations out there uh, of this, but... Um, I truly believe that the best of people come out in the worst of times. Whereas you don't know what a person's made of, what they're capable of, until the fecal matter hits the rotating oscillator, you know, that hits the fan. Um, that's when you really get down into what this person's made out of. Uh, I find it very exciting and interesting look on your business card. It says uh, Flight Safety International, but at the very bottom it also says uh, uh, Ber- Berkshire Hathaway Company. That makes me curious. Do you notice anything uh, out of the part owners of the business influence into the, to the values or operations or anything else? So we're referring, of course, to Warren Buffett's company. Sure. Warren Buffett's company, Berkshire Hathaway, is uh, 100% dedicated to holding up good ethical values. Um, they will not make a business decision if, it, if it'll hurt anybody. Uh, that includes anyone from the lowest on the totem pole all the way to the tippity top. And they will only hire employees that share those same values. Uh, I'm proud, proud to be a member of it. I'm learning daily uh, about what it is to be a, a, a great human being all the while being employed by a great company. Yeah, it also feels very much from the outside as uh, as a family uh, in in a in a positive manner. Uh, surely, any question springs to mind when you hear Justin speaking? Well, yeah, uh, you've talked about investing in yourself and so on. You're here to invest in yourself. What does investing in yourself mean to you? Investing in myself allows me to make myself a better person. Uh, small steps. The only way to eat an elephant is by one bite at a time, right? Uh, I'm a man of many flaws, and I realize that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I go back to I don't know what I don't know. So coming to a course like this allows me to investigate a side of myself that maybe I would never have investigated before. It gives me some insight uh, and allows me to then go back home, digest it in whatever way I do or you do. It's very individual. And then uh, make the, the improvements that you think will best serve you. Cool. I think that was a great way to, to end things. So thank you very much for helping out and sharing great value with our audience. It's my pleasure. Okay, so we just heard two examples of participants from the course, which is uh, Harvard Law School's Masterclass in Negotiation, uh, the autumn in 2018. We could, of course, ask many, many more people The whole idea is just to share some of the valuable insights from other people, uh, a few of the key things which have been addressed without sharing the whole content. Uh, is One thing is really, really important to think about the first few minutes when you're in negotiation. With that comes, of course, you need to prepare, you need to uh, 
prepare yourself also mentally. You might have a team, roles, everything to consider before you even move into the actual negotiation. And once you're in the negotiation, your energy level, uh, how you set the frame, everything will really set the direction or and also even potentially the likelihood and the actual outcome in the end. Many of those things will be decided in the first few minutes, in many cases, if you do things right. We also spoken, of course, about emotional intelligence, how you can be more self-aware and also connect better with other people. What else have we addressed? Uh, of course, uh, a great way to learn is through case studies, and uh, that means discussing other people, discuss with other people what you are, are learning and so on. Beyond that, uh, you need to be aware, of course, when you negotiate in terms of people's body language, how you present yourself and your language. It can be sometimes quite interesting to have an observer in the negotiation room. One of the things I did when I was in sales previously was that I was attending as an observer at negotiation and at the end of the sales process and the early stage of the process as well, just to give feedback to people how they are behaving because often we don't know. So I might be just introduce us. This is Frederick. He, he will be in the back of the room and take some notes. In reality, I was very much observing uh, the person to ultimately be able to give the best possible feedback on, on that behavior. And sometimes, of course, was some highlights and insights from what I picked up from the other party, if that's even applicable. All right. So any other questions there, Sholi? Yeah, so is negotiating different in different parts of the world? A fantastic question, Charlie. So, uh, yes and no is the answer, and it depends. It's another part to answer that question. It's really fun how we might stereotype people who try to put people into, like, boxes or buckets uh, to try to understand. So, for example, would you think about when you think about a Swedish person, what would be quite typical as a Swedish stereotype? Uh, a Swedish stereotype. Uh, a meatball-eating, blonde, blue-eyed Viking. <laughs> All right, so that's just a great, great, great example of uh, how our preconceptions might be true, and it might not be. So right now, yeah, you're blonde, you look like a Viking, but I can't see any meatball in your mouth. Uh, and back to the negotiation table. It really depends. Uh, the way to just stereotype people uh, can be helpful, but it can also be hindering because you're not open-minded as you see them. Uh, I have been negotiating deals uh, in a broad range of countries, all the way from China, South Africa, uh, Middle East, uh, Brazil, United States, and of course, lots of countries around Europe. One thing that I've noticed is stereotyping is good unless you... Ha- uh, have different perspectives so it's not just the stereotype perspective that you're using yeah so back to to your question like does the culture even make a difference yes of course it does because we all bring different biases and filters to the negotiation table uh, so i might have some uh, set ideas about how people from a, per, a part of the world might be which might be true or not true at all so you absolutely can plan to the level of detail like who will even meet uh, in the negotiation that's really useful 
uh, it has been trends in terms of like should you uh, see the stereotypes from a certain region of the world and uh, now having uh, heard academics from Harvard Law School uh, they know very much from a research point of view it's gone like the full circle from uh, a couple of years ago it is very much you can even find like handbooks this is how to negotiate with Germans this is how to negotiate with Spanish people and people from England uh, nowadays that has been seen quite controversial it might not be as useful as people thought before so yeah scrapping the idea of putting people into uh, very strong pigeonholes and see the individuals or the team uh, on your side and the other side over the table as as key when you're doing negotiations all right so we have been uh, all the way to boston to do some learning and uh, we have shared some ideas we had two guests uh, justin and uh, felicia they share their thoughts on stuff they've learned and uh, yeah, what else, Sean? It looks like you want to yeah, say something. Yeah, uh, Tom as well. Right, and Tom, obviously. Yes, of course. Um, so with guests all the way from uh, uh, America, Morocco, and Australia, plus us, the Swedish Blondes, we hope that we brought you some value in terms of understanding slightly more about negotiation. I really, really believe in executive negotiation because you end up in a peer group, which is high. You usually got very distilled content. Uh, so you might learn more over t- in two and a half days than you might do in like a couple of months in, in normal school in some ways how to see it right so this has been episode number 36 on the podcast invest in you thank you for listening give us a five star review if you think this this is good it helps out a lot and we get really happy we'll read your review if it's kind yeah we'll read regardless and feel free to subscribe so not miss episodes we have just decided we will keep broadcasting stuff all the way through Christmas break as well I know that's early to talk about that but we can always uh, and already see uh, Christmas lights popping up all over the world Um, so yeah we will keep going we won't disappoint you so check us out again later I was just assuming that you would give a a good review because of course this is a good podcast (laughs) (laughs) alright thanks from Boston take Okay, guys. Bye. Bye.